Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. And it is a football Friday on the middle. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays. And as we start today's show, um, I just stumbled upon Twitter today. I just opened it up for the first time a few minutes before the show, Barrett. And I find that Twitter is ablaze uh, on your hot take from yesterday's show. I had no idea that it was causing such commotion. As it should. Uh, But apparently it is. People are very upset, visibly shaken, uh, regarding the graphic that was put up yesterday afternoon after the show, quoting you, uh, saying, who's to say where his ceiling is? You're talking about Hertz. He might be better than five. McNabb, that is. McNabb at this point in his career. I'm thinking Jalen Hurts is better. And people are apoplectic as right they should be. I'm glad I'm not involved in this mess. Why not? Somehow I escaped this uh, any of the damage because I don't want to be associated with that hot take. <laughs> Because I'm looking here at the stats, okay, the numbers that we can go back and get. And Donovan McNabb, in his second year, first of all, the Eagles won 11 games. They went 11-5 and in 2000. And McNabb started all those games. He started six games in his rookie year. Remember, he came on after Doug Peterson started the season, and then they, they worked McNabb in. But his second year... They made the playoffs, and he was a pro bowler. Now, I look at the numbers. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's start with that one first. All right. Jalen Hurst will be in the Pro Bowl this year. He's an alternate. Uh, It's an alternate. I'm an alternate in the Pro Bowl this year. Did you not know that? (laughs) I'm an alternate punter in the Pro Bowl this year. Okay. Um, I mean, this is 20 years ago. The, the, The Pro Bowl, at one point, mattered it doesn't anymore okay i've stopped paying attention to the pro bowl probably back back around 2005 so this when McNabb was named in his second year it it still mattered uh somewhat to me but i look at his numbers he had 13 interceptions and only 21 touchdowns now i don't know how that's a pro bowl year right to be honest with you Uh, he threw for 3365 yards um but nonetheless, I guess he was a pro bowler. And I'm going to look at his rushing uh, for that year. Let's see. Rushing and receiving his second year. He ran for 629 yards. So Hertz has run for more yards. I think he's in the 700, uh, 7 to 800 range. Yes, he's almost 800. And then uh, let's, right. let's, go for, let's go with touchdowns. Six touchdowns rushing for McNabb. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hertz, Hertz definitely has more than that. He has like ten or eleven. All yeah, right. Yeah. Um, now, Pat, let me let me look up. Let me look at these stats also. Yeah. While you just pull them up. It's on profootballreference.com. Is a trustworthy site. His rating was seventy-seven point eight. For what that's worth. 
I don't know what I got to pull up Hertz's uh, stuff here. People are just, I mean, they're, they're, they're going crazy. They're I mean, saying, go, go, you got to look at the numbers, go look at the numbers. They're See saying what? that you're at, totally out of line. There's, there's nothing you're wrong. Disrespecting no, no, no. number five. You're disrespecting him. No, uh, because as we point. look back in history, you know, we, we probably should look more fondly on five than we do in this town. I I'm not saying, that. well, I'm going to tell you this. I'm not saying that I, I'm not, I'm, five is my dude. McNabb is my dude. But all things being equal, you look at the numbers, look at what he's done. And and if you really want to, you know, get down into it, let's look, let's look at team versus team. His rating is better, Jalen Hurts. His rating is better. 87.2. Look how many touchdowns he has. He has way more touchdowns. Jalen has like 10 or 11 touchdowns. Well, there you're talking rushing now. Rushing, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, and I, then I, passing touchdowns, he's right around 20, isn't he? Uh, I thought you pulled it up. I'm looking at it now. I'm no, he it. only has 16 passing touchdowns and nine interceptions. Five had 21 passing touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Uh, but the rating is 87 points. I kind of look at that because it's some, you know, it's, it kind of brings everything to a base level. Um, with the way they figure that out, it's some mathematical formula that I do not know, but I, I kind of look at that to, as a good comparison. 87.2 versus McNabb's, which was 77.8 in his second year. The comparison Jaylen, can be made. Yes, but I'm just Hurst saying people is, are going Jaylen, crazy. Jalen Hurts is in the playoffs. Five was in Correct. the playoffs. Right. But look at the team Jalen Hurts has to pull to the playoffs and what five had to pull to the playoffs. Well, now five had a, had a pretty good offensive line. He had a great offensive line. Yep. Two bookend tackles. Jalen right. has two bookend tackles. Right. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Let's look at sacks per se. Corey Simon, nine and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. Hugh Douglas, 15 sacks. Yeah, he was These guys made – they made it better for five to be out there. Right. You know what I mean? That's why he won more uh, more games – than Jalen did. Five didn't have to carry the team. He was just on along for the ride his rookie year. Did uh, what was the rushing game back then for the Eagles? Refresh my memory. Uh, let me see who's who were the running backs. Uh, trying to see. It's a long time ago. Yeah, well, you know, because they don't have the stats like they used to have them. No. You got to go. Uh, Let's see, 2000. They had Darnell Autry. He was one of the running backs. Darnell Autry. Yeah. That was the guy from Northwestern. Yeah. The white dude yep. that was an actor. Yep. <laughs> he was an actor. He went, I think he went to Northwestern. They have a good theater program at Northwestern. Absolutely. And I think he was involved in that, if I if I recall. They had Amp Lee. <laughs> Amp Lee from Florida, Florida State. Florida State. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Tight really? end. They had Chad Lewis. Yeah, I remember him. Uh, had, Cecil Martin was their fullback. Cecil Martin. They had wow. Brian Mitchell. Brian Mitchell, B. Mitch. Yeah, they had B. Mitch. Well, now he had Charles Johnson and Torrance Small were his big wide receivers. I remember there was a lot of hand wringing back then in the day uh, that those wide receivers were just not up to par. Remember Nah Brown? Nay Brown. <laughs> Nay Brown. Brown from North Carolina. <laughs> Todd Pinkston. Remember that name? Pinkston. Stinkston, they used to call him. Right. <laughs> and, of course, Deuce was on that team. Yes. 
They had a squad, man. Al Harris was on the uh, defense. Barry Garner was on the defense. Carlos Edmonds. B Dog mm. was out there. Of course. Uh, Mike Caldwell was a linebacker there. I played with Mike. He's a coach now. Yeah. Yep. David Hollis Akers Thomas was, was on that team. Hollis was on that team. David Akers was their kicker. Right. And, you know, it's, looking back, it's it's kind of, I mean, the defense was probably better. There's no doubt about it. But Sean Landetta was their punter. No, I remember Put that him. in perspective. Wow. Yes. Two Pro Bowl kickers. Sean Landetta and David Akers. Well, I would put uh, our current kicker up against David Akers any day. And then, you know, just like the stream says, you know, scheme team, you know, Hurts is growing before our eyes. This is basically his first season. Yeah, he had, you know, five had five games, uh, six games. Hurts well, yeah. had three and a half. And there was there was expectations with five. Five was drafted as the franchise quarterback. Yes, first okay, round. So he had a lot of expectations to live up to. Whereas Hurts, I think people, you know, at the beginning of the season and as the season wore on are more forgiving of him because he was not drafted with that intent. And which is why I'm staying second round, which is why I'm staying on, on, on my pillar saying yes and screaming on my pillar at this point in five's career. I think Jalen Hurts is better right now. So you don't know what his ceiling is. Hertz is is is, is transformed. Hertz is becoming. He's getting better every single day he gets out on that field, and you have to, you know, you have to respect that. So I mean, for people to be mad because I said five, five, okay, five was very good quarterback. He's the best quarterback the Eagles have ever had. Franchise history, right now, absolutely. Yes, you know what I mean. He was the best they ever had. I, I get that, but I'm talking about right now in their careers. Who had the bigger expectation? Five had it because they they virtually right. gave him the team. Uh, Hertz had to go out and earn it. He earned it the hard way. You know what I mean? He earned it. It wasn't just handed to him. Boy, the completion percentage for McNabb. I, I know he wasn't the most accurate quarterback, but it was only 58 that year. 58%. <laughs> now, so the, the, the so game was saying? officiated differently. You could get away with more back then. You know, in the Absolutely. last, what, 10 years, they've really catered it to the offense where the defense can hardly do anything anymore. But you know, 58 is pretty low. Yeah, scoring puts butts in the seats. Right. That's what they want. They want they want they want scoring. But at the end of the day, Hertz I'll say 61%. it again. Hertz at this point in McNabb's career, he was a better quarterback. Period. There's no way people can argue that. He was a better quarterback. Now he he, he that's a lot of shoes to, to live up to, especially being here in Philly, because mm -hmm. that's the best quarterback to ever played here in Philly. I mean, that's saying something because I played with Randall Cunningham. He was the ultimate weapon. Right. He might have been one of the best athletes to play for the Eagles. Randall, not he was. I think the he best was. athlete. Yeah, yeah but not the was. best quarterback. No, but he never he never had good coaching. Right. You know, you Randall could have really. You know, imagine if Randall had. You know, the way they catered to quarterbacks. You know, in the last two decades with coaching, and really had a good offensive coordinator or a guy that really worked with him he could have been so good he could have been special really good but i'm gonna tell you the truth and in, in playing with with rc mm -hmm. he never wanted to get that coaching oh yeah no he never wanted that I mean, he didn't get that until he left with minnesota minnesota yeah with bill when he went when he went to minnesota he took the coaching in and mm -hmm. it made him a much better quarterback 
I can remember him and Gruden going at it because, you know, he didn't want to, 12 didn't want to go out there and, 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 and really look at film. He didn't want to break down what defenses were trying to do to him. He's mm-hmm. all, man, I'll be all right. If it's double coverage, I'll run. <laughs> you know, it wasn't one of those things where he would come in and be dedicated to watching film, breaking down film, seeing where the ball had to go, uh, anticipating right. what the defense is trying to do what, to him. Well, you tell me, was there as much onus on the whole film thing uh, no. from a quarterback's perspective back no. then as there is now? Because I think there's just more there's more study involved yes. today than there was back in the 90s. Well, everything was different. There was yeah. the guys these days take care of their bodies better. Right. You know, they 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 train all it's year round. It's 12 around. months a year. Right, now. right, yeah, yeah, right. Right. You know, once once, you know, my first 2 years in the league, once guys were off, they were off. Mm-hmm. I mean, off off. Right. Like, they weren't fat. Trying to, they they use they use training camp Diversely get in shape. Right. You can't right. use training camp to get in shape these days. No. You have to come into training camp in shape because you don't do enough to go into camp and get in shape. You know, when you get to camp, you got to be in shape. That way you just get used to your body used to hitting and, and you're conditioning your body to, to take that that beating. Back right. then, guys came in off smoking cigarettes and drinking beer the all season, and it was off then to get in shape for the season. That's right. why training camp was six to eight weeks. My first training camp. Um, we got there a week before the veterans got there and we practiced for half that week. Mm-hmm. We just installed for the first week and the first couple of days. And then we practiced the, um, the last couple of days. Then the vets came in. Then we practiced. Then we had six weeks of full two a days. And it wasn't like it is now, you know, they had one a days. And then, uh, if they did have a two a day, it'd be a, a, um, full practice. And then the second practice would be a special teams practice. It wasn't like that then. It was right. full three hours in the morning, two and a half hours in the evening, or two and a half in the evening and three hours in the um. I mean, uh, three hours in I mean, two and a half hours in the morning and then three hours in the evening, because it, it was it you know it was really really training camp you know hard nose you know nine mm-hmm. on seven was nine on seven full pads we had full pads every single day right so it was just a different monster and we weren't in Lehigh my first year we were in Westchester Westchester yeah. Right. Which was in the it was it was like in a valley where we practiced that was down in like a little valley. Mm-hmm. So there was no moving air, it was just hot and yeah. and, and uh it, it was just the worst conditions you can have, man. So I lot, that's why I said sw- what I said. A lot of swamp ass. Yeah out of Westchester, right? <laughs> Heavy duty swamp ass. You remember, no question. Do you remember what five did in those in that year in the playoffs, two thousand, no. his second year? What did he do? They beat Tampa Bay. I remember this game. This was Dungy's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this was back when they'd say that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have never won a game when the temperature was below 42 degrees. That used to be sort of that demarcation line for them. And that, ironically, is my line of demarcation where I will not play (laughs) golf if it is below 42 degrees. 42 and up, I'm good. Maybe I got that from there. I don't know. But they beat Tampa Bay at the vet 21 to 3. Five was 24 of 33. Pretty good. For, yeah, but yeah. for only 161 yards. I don't know. A lot of dump offs. Yes, a lot of short yes. stuff. Two touchdowns, one interception. Look at Ray Allen. 90. Ray <laughs> Allen. 12 was worried about his Jerry Curl. He did have a Jerry Curl. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> And then the next game, they lost to the Giants, twenty to ten, at the Meadowlands. 
five was only 20 of 41 pass attempts for 181 yards, one touchdown, one pick. That was Kerry Collins, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was that the year that – I think that's the year that – did the Giants go to the Super Bowl? Was that the year they lost to the Ravens? I think that might have been that year. Well, that same year I was in, uh, I was in Detroit, and we played Washington, and we lost to Washington in mm-hmm. the playoffs that year. Okay. Yeah, I think that was the year that the Giants went to the Super Bowl with mm-hmm. uh, Jim Fossil was the head coach. Fossil, yep, yep. He put, Jerry Collins chi- was... he put all the chips to the center of the table. Yep. <laughs> Remember that? Yep. And then Jerry uh, – what's his name? Uh, Collins was a quarterback from uh, Penn State. Jerry Collins. Yeah, yeah he's Jerry from Collins. Burks County. He's one of my yeah. boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He liked so. his booze. Yep. Oh, yeah. Loved him. Yeah. We came he out loved... the same year. He came out of 95. I came out of 95. Uh-huh. So, you know, I mean, so, I mean, I'll say it again. If you look at both quarterbacks, I'm not saying that Hurts is going to be better. And I'm saying this. At this point in their career, I really think that Jalen Hurts is better. Than them. You know what I'm saying? Both guys got better. He's getting mm-hmm. better. And Jalen's getting better as we speak, man. You see it, right? You, everybody sees what's going on. This kid's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Not saying he's going to be all world. But right now, you can't, you can't, you can't say that this kid is not going to be a good quarterback in this league. He is going to be a quarterback just he's because. He's definitely established himself that yes. he's going to have a career in the NFL as a quarterback. Absolutely, and, absolutely. You know, at least partial starter. I don't know if he's the franchise guy yet, uh, but he's definitely he's definitely signed himself up for a good 10-year career. Oh, after this game? In the NFL. After this game, he will. After this what, game, he will. What do you mean? He's going to be – if he beats – He's going to be the franchise guy. If he beats Tom Terrific – Mm-hmm. On Sunday, game starts at one o'clock. Right, and if he beats Tom Terrific, you have to pencil him in as a franchise quarterback. You have to. Well, he's definitely the the guy for next year. Yeah, well, he's already you're established talk, you're, that. You're talking about signing him to a, a long term deal. Well, not just yet, but you know, okay. he would. You'd have to give him that opportunity at least to, to to fight it. That means that these three first round draft picks are not going towards a quarterback then. You okay. know, if he does this, so if he erases Tampa, that. that 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 takes that off the board. Off it the erases table. it from okay. a veteran quarterback, or even even looking at you know a draft pick quarterback. It erases right. it for the first round. That way, we can use those draft picks on defense. Okay, all right. And even well, what, still, I see the mock draft and the see people. I'm seeing they pick up an offensive lineman, a wide receiver, uh-huh. and a, a cornerback. I'm like, no, no. All right, what, what what happens if this uh, hypothetical happens? Hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts beats Tampa. They lose in the next round, but Aaron Rodgers calls up Howie Roseman in February and says, "Hey, I'd like to play in Philadelphia." That's not fair, man. <laughs> that's, not, that's not fair. That, I didn't say just, it was fair. <laughs> that I just said means, it was a hypothetical. What about what about Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, any of those guys say well, they'd they, like to come to Philly? I then mean, what do you do? I can't see Deshaun coming. Uh-huh. But I, but I, I can't see if those two quarterbacks called and said they wanted to play in our Eagle Green, this uh-huh. midnight Eagle Green, right? They would be the coach. I mean, they okay. would be the player. All right, I just wanted to see if you were, you know, where you were with that. I mean, I'm not stupid. Okay, we're, yeah, we're yeah, talking I, about I we're talking about one of you know two of the best quarterbacks in the league right, right. now. Right, I'm just trying to clarify things for people. Right, right, All right? right. Get right, you on right. the record, right, you know, right, before people start going crazy on Twitter. Well, they can go crazy because. Uh, what I said, and when you look at the numbers, it's all true. Uh huh. Look at it. You know, even even Aton weighed in on this argument. <laughs> what did he say? I saw a tweet in here from him. He quote tweeted the uh, 
the graphic, I believe. Let me find it. I don't want to. I don't want to misquote him. Um, but he did weigh in. Yeah, here we go. Ten hours ago. Actually, let's see what what exactly did he quote? Okay, some guy named Shaq Shaq Mitchell said, "Is Brooks on crack?" Question mark. And he quote tweeted that and said left the radio to out-radio the radio. I don't know what that means. Me neither. I don't know. But he weighed in. What did say it again? Left he the radio. Left the radio to out-radio the radio. Oh, so he said this is just a hot take? I guess. This is not a hot take. This is my honest assessment on, on, on what you know Jalen Hurts is right now. That's what I believe. That's me as an analyst. That's what I'm saying. I'm putting my name behind it. Okay. I know. You know I'm, what I'm saying? I, and I'm just verifying everything. Absolutely. Now, <clears throat> Angry Al sent in on Twitter a big picture. Did you see this? He copied you in with this gigantic fish. Is that a catfish? Let me look at it. I, you know what? I'm, this will be the first time I've logged in. in He's about catching something in the Schuylkill River. Now, I, don't, I do not condone that. <laughs> I would not touch anything that comes out of that river. But do you see the picture? <laughs> no, this, no. Yeah. This this fish is like three, four foot long. It's see, gigantic. I, it's him and another dude have to hold it up. Hey, uh, could could we get it? Uh, send it to. Uh, I'll send it. To, I'll send it to Xander. This is. Bro, I don't even use Twitter, man. Bro, you got to use Twitter. I don't, man. And I'm, I'm, uh... See, now some people are saying, like. One year doesn't equal an amazing career. That's not what you said. That's not even close to what I no. said. No, see, that's this is what I love that people misinterpret this stuff. You were just saying like McNabb in his second year versus Jalen in his second year. That's what you're saying, right? Exactly. That's what I've been saying. Yes. All right, I'm sending this to Zane. Oh, I see it. I see it now. Yeah, well, yeah, we, wanna, we gotta that's a big fish. That's a huge, that's a flat, uh, that's a flathead catfish. It's a catfish, right? Yeah, yeah I thought that. Catfish. I thought that was a catfish. They caught that in the school kill. Well, I don't. Yeah, I guess. Well, I don't see any more eyes on. You usually, have three or four eyes on them when you catch them in the school kill, bro. Do they? Yeah, they have like yeah. three or four eyes, bumps on them, and stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, they're, like, <laughs> they're deformed. I, you know, I do fish there though. Do you? Yeah, like in the summertime when um. Do you eat the fish though? That comes no, out? I let it catch and release, bro. Catch yeah. and release. Okay. But what I do is. Now they catch you can catch stripers out there. And I see people taking the stripers home and eating the stripers. There's look the at fish. That. Look at that thing. That That's a nice one huge too. flathead catfish. Now I'd have caught that in St. Louis. I might have took that home and eaten. Oh, yeah. Introduce him to some grease, man. Now, would you pull that out of the Mississippi River in St. Yes. Louis? Mississippi and the Missouri. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's a big fish, man. Yeah, it is. Now, what do you think that weighs? Right there. Probably weighs about probably 20 pounds, 20, 30 pounds. Wow. That's about 20, 30 pound fish. Damn. It's got a big mouth on it, man. Bro, they 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 catch um they catch catfish uh back in St. Louis where I'm from. This place called Bagnell Dam. It's um the Ozarks. Where the show okay. Ozarks. Oh yeah. The Ozarks, they got a they got a uh, dam there called Bagnell Dam. And they said that some people go down like where they when they do that um what they call noodling. Yeah, they stick their arm in their legs. In, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where they noodle, and they catch fish bigger than that. Yeah, that's they crazy. They might catch I've... fish like 100 pounds. They do that in Oklahoma, too. Yeah. They do that in Oklahoma, too. Yeah. But, bro, I don't understand it. You stick your hand in one of them holes, and it might be a 
snapping turtle in there. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Forget it. These people are crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can you imagine that man sticking your hand into something like that and it grab onto you like that? No. And it says sometimes you don't go with a friend, you stick your hand in there. They'll pull you and down. And the catfish will pull you in there. Yeah. yeah. You, you try to pull yourself out and you can't. So you got to go with a friend when you're doing it. You need a friend. Bro, Angry no Al way. says it was 42 pounds and 48 inches long. So four feet. You That's caught that big, Angry Al. He caught yeah, that. I, I, I think so. He, him and his buddy. He had a friend. Yeah. Bro, that's crazy. He Oh, ba- Angry Al took the picture. He says, Kevin caught the fish, whoever Kevin That's not is. Angry Al, yeah. And it's on a hot sausage. You know what? What does that mean? Was that some sort of bait? Yes, hot sausage. Hot like, sausage. Would you would you would you buy from um from uh, Edie's hot sausage? Oh yeah, that you buy from the grocery store. Yes, people use everything for uh bait. No kidding. Everything. Yeah, I catch, do I, I... catch and release was my philosophy for cinnamons and girls. That is true. <laughs> it's very true. Thank you for pointing that out. That's oh, a man. big damn fish, man. But yeah, like I said, man, I fish during the during the summertime, and um. You know, it's fun, man, because, you know, I work down, down at Wells Fargo, and I drive down the Navy Yard, and, and you know, there's, like, these little, um, you know, these places you can fish around at the Navy Yard. I'm, I'm catching stripers. I'm catching uh, uh-huh. catfish. You know, I'll catch everything there, bass. Right. And um, I also take my boats out there also. I got a um, I got a 21-foot uh, center console I take out in the um, school kill, or mm-hmm. or I take my, uh, my pontoon if I want to. You know, okay. have a good time. I take my pontoon out there and fish in the um, school kill, man. I, I love it, man. Wow. I love it. I'd like, to go, out. I'd like to go out with you one time. Let's go. We're going to go on a we're, we're going to pontoon, though. Unless you want to go on the big boat. No, we're I want to go boat. on the big boat. Well, then, you know, we can no go off for a couple days man. with that. I'm not a, I'm not a pontoonsman. <laughs> no. We got to go out. We got to go out to a, like a wreck or something. You oh, know? Let's do it, man. Let's do yeah. it. Go, out, go, go out, out and catch you. some uh, flounder fishing or, you know. I can't wait, man. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow is the yeah, day. Yeah, now what's the name of the fish? What's the type of fish you're going for? Tog. Or tog. They're called blackfish or tog. Oh, man. You know, you got to eat. You got to use these little crabs for bait. Right. I mean, I'll tell you what, they're hard to catch, man. Hard, I've yet to catch one this year. Hard to catch. Now, it's you and, and your captain and who else? Anybody else? The whole dock. Sea dock. We call it sea dock, but uh, I'm in Schooner Island Marina. Okay. And sea dock is where, you know, it's like a family, bro. It's, it's, oh. It's, so there's it's a like couple a of boats, man. a bunch of boats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Like it, but I mean, on like your boat, your is it just you and your captain on your boat? No, it's, it's, it'll probably be four guy, four or five guys on my boat. Oh, okay. Or four or five guys on his boat. You know, it just really depends. You never, and you, we never go out alone. Yeah. Never go out alone. There's always two. We go in pairs or the, you know, the, the bunch of us go out there. But, right. You know, we, we just have a great time, man. Great time because. You know, sometimes we might, you know, put all the boats together and just, you know, sit out there and just chill. Right. You know, not even worry about fishing. Just chill, man. It's just, it's just a great atmosphere, man. I hear great you. atmosphere. I hear you. Now, my mom um, called me yesterday and mm-hmm. said that she was in the grocery store down in Florida and saw White Castle burgers <laughs> in the frozen food section <laughs> and thought of you, of course. <laughs> And she said that there were the sliders and also yes. regular hamburgers. They had both. I didn't know. I didn't know in, they made regular in the frozen food section. And she picked up the box and read the ingredients uh-huh. and said, 
oh my god it's all chemicals and she said these things are only this they're like like tiny burgers not even worth eating like they're so small and said that the chemicals in that thing barrett has to stop eating these things because it's really bad for him yes ma'am i'll slow down i'll so slow I thought down. i'd pass that along i'll slow down then see i have i've never looked yeah at what's in them and right. i don't want to look at what's yeah. in them <laughs> It's like eating it. fish out of the Schuylkill River is basically <laughs> what it is. So what if I'm glowing after I eat them? You know, right, right. It. It'll be like the Simpsons episode with the with the three eyed fish, <laughs> right? Right, whatever. Yeah. So I thought I'd pass that along. All chemicals, and it's not good. All right. I, you know what? I, I um, I'm sorry. I, I'll, 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 I'll eat less of them. I promise. <laughs> I only, I only go out once, once a month. I didn't know that they sold them in a store though, like a regular. Yeah, they do in the frozen, store. frozen. Yeah, yeah. I get them. I get them right next there. Also, at uh, they have them at Rite Aid. Oh, at the drugstore. <laughs> yeah, they got them at the Rite Aid. Now, I pick them up from the Rite. If I'm really feeling like it, I don't drive up there. Right. I'll go for the Rite Aid, but I don't see. I don't. But see, I don't put. I don't cook them the way. Um, I'll just throw them in the microwave. Right. You know, when I get them from the Rite Aid, I'll put them in the air fryer. Okay. And let them eat them that way because you know they get too mushy when you just put them in that microwave. You got to put them in the air fryer and cook them that way. So, and plus now, they don't come in double cheeseburgers; they come in singles. Right. So I double them up. I just take you know one piece of bread off and I you know put it like that and I double it up. But that do you way. cook them the way they do with the onions and all that stuff? No, they already no. they already like that. They're already oh, made. Like oh, they are. They're already yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, Spanish Fly says Fat Joe got a partnership, a sponsorship with White Castle. The regular no. Joe, the sloppy Joe, and the spicy Joe, he says. Is that true? No. Say it ain't so, is it? Fat Joe. We got to make this happen. Say I know. It. You need we an endorsement, man. We got to make this happen. I have been a firm believer in, 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 in White Castles. It got me drafted. I keep telling people it got me drafted. Right. That and Chinese food in St. Louis. Chinese food is like, I mean... I, there's no lie. You could ask anybody from St. Louis. Hmm. They had the best um, Chinese food in the United States. I had no Chinese question. food for the other, for the first time in a couple of years the other night. I, was, good, I, had, right? I had a hankering for it. This <laughs> so, yeah, so we went out and got it. Yeah, and Angry Al wants to go on the fishing trip with us. He says, well, so let's make it happen. He'll show us how to catch them. Okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna take you up on it, Angry Al. Angry Al fancies it. himself as a pretty good fisherman. So I, I see. I see. Yeah. And my captain noticed that. Yeah. My captain noticed that. Yes, he did. Okay. You know. What I'm saying? Yeah. I think Angry Al's legit. With I this. think so also. He's he a came Cowboys out fan, good. but he's legit. Well, you know, it's 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 one of those things where you know he's a Cowboys fan, but he's very respectful. But he while he also watches other uh, Philadelphia sports. Right. You know what I mean? Right. He's not. He's not. A, he's not a four for four guy. He's a He's a he's a three for four guy. Right. So I mean, I I, I can tolerate him. I can tolerate him. <laughs> not uh, three for four. He's he, I mean, uh, not four for four. He's three for four. All right, we'll be back uh, in in three minutes with more. <laughs> this is Joe Kraus of Krause's Coats, inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, welcome back. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, the middle on a football Friday. Now, we got to go through all these games here today. Um, but let's start with the Eagles game. And I got all the uh, predictions that are put up by the beat writers on Philly, yeah, yeah, Philly yeah. Voice and Philly.com. Okay, and we'll go through. I want to see if anybody picked the Eagles to win the game. Thus far, I have not seen anybody. <laughs> um, I think you're the only one, Barrett. I'm always going to be the only one. Yeah, you are the only one. Thus, far, what is the excuses? Uh, there's no excuse. It's just uh, you know, it's just the only thing they it, can say is Brady. Trying to keep it real. <clears throat> What's but the that? Only thing they say, the only thing they can say is is Brady, 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 Brady. Brady doesn't play defense. Right. Brady's not in the kicking game. Mm-hmm. There's others that have to play, man. That's all uh, everybody talk about. Jeff McClain says, I have a little concern about the running back health with Miles Sanders' hand and Jordan Howard, Stinger, and Jalen Hurts' his ankle was also still on the injury report. Um, says the defense, if the defense can limit long-sustaining drives, the offense should be able to help keep the ball out of Brady's hands. 
but he has Buccaneers 30, Eagles 23. EJ Smith, Philly.com, says offensively the Eagles will need to find an answer to the Bucs scraping linebackers to the weak side to account for Jalen Hurts keeping the ball on zone reads. You talked about that the other day. They, they listen. They listen to me, man. Yeah. Containing Hurts to 44 yards on 10 carries. Um, it's fair to say Tampa's defensive coordinator, Todd Bowles, had one of the better approaches to limit the Eagles' run game all season. No, uh, he, he, he limited the, the RPO game. Right. Well, the difference between then and now is a totally different run game now. They ran the RPO then. They don't run the RPO anymore. Well, not as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Now they run. They're just going to run and hit you in the mouth. See, scraping linebackers are great when they're scraping. Mm-hmm. The Eagles Ex- also have to run game when they run up and down. Explain the scraping what I mean technique. I, what, I, what, what it is, if you try to run outside or you're trying to run to the weak side, mm-hmm. they try to have those big guys up front. Vita Vey and Sue mm-hmm. keep the offensive line from getting up on them so they can run around and make plays. That's what scraping is, running around and making plays. Well, they don't do that anymore or not as much anymore. Now mm-hmm. they line it up and hit you right in the mouth. They run inside zone. They're running straight at you. So you're not scraping anywhere. You're watching the ball come to you. Mm-hmm. And while they're double teaming with 390 pounds and 360 pounds on one side, they're double teaming Sue or Vita Vey or whoever it is. And then they push them back to the linebacker. That's not scraping. They had, you can't scrape there. Now you're going to have a 360-pound guard on you, and you're going to have to scrape off that. You're not scraping off. You might have to scrape right. yourself off the ground. <laughs> They're running right at you. They're not trying to deviate back and forth. We got to run right at them. Let's run power. Double-team the front side, kick back the backside, pull that backside guard up in the hole, and run straight behind the backside guard. No right. room for playing around. Let's just run straight at them. See if they can hold up running straight at them. All right, EJ, that alleviates all that scraping. EJ says the Eagles have steadily improved this season, and there's enough progress to suggest that they'll be competitive in this game. But honestly, do you trust this defense to get the greatest quarterback of all time off the field in a pivotal moment? That's his Abs- question. Absolutely not. Okay. I do not trust Gannon. Right. Buccaneers 31, Eagles 27. Uh, I mean, that's close. But yeah. I'm saying I'm, I'm saying reverse that. 31 Eagles, Buccaneers 27. And that was going to be my score, actually. Is it? Yes, that was going to be my score when I'm writing my uh, thing. I, I think they're going to win. They're going to win by a little over a touchdown, man. A little uh, over jo- a touchdown. Josh Tolentino says, the guess here is that the Eagles keep things closer than expected, but Brady's goat factor is too much to overcome for Gannon's defense. Buccaneers 27. Eagles 21. So that's Philly.com right there. Competitive, but just not quite enough. But you got to give me more than just Brady. Give me more than just Brady. What do you why do you need more than him? <laughs> because I mean, I'm, I'm because he doesn't play defense. He doesn't play special teams. Yeah, right. So we're talking about a Shaq Barrett that's hurt. Mm-hmm. JPP, who's hurt. They're missing Levante David. They're going to run right at him. Okay. So you got the Eagles winning. 31-27. Yes. 31-27. Yes. Okay. 
Jimmy Kemsky, Philly voice. His record this year with the Eagles is 12 and 5 predicting Eagles games, according to this. He says Eagles have the number one rushing attack in the NFL, led by Hertz and a committee approach at running back. Assuming Sirianni doesn't forget that, the birds should be at least competitive in this game. But ultimately, at some point, Hertz is going to have to make plays with his arms, which could prove to be difficult for a quarterback with below average accuracy on a rainy, windy day. Bucks 24, Eagles 20. All right. Okay. Evan Macy, Philly voice. He says, I think the Eagles offense is going to be able to put points on the board, but I don't think the defense will make enough stops to make the deciding factor. Eagles end this memorable season on a relatively good note, and Hertz will play well enough to avoid a QB controversy this offseason. He says, allowing Howie Roseman to give him the rest of the roster some reinforcements to contend in 2022. Buccaneers 38, Eagles 31. Boy, that's a score fest. <laughs> Taking the over, I guess. And his record for the season is 13 and 4. These guys are pretty good. Yeah, they are pretty good. <laughs> Matt Mullen, Philly voice. His record is 12 and 5. These guys should just quit writing and go to Vegas. <laughs> I don't know if Philly voice pays that well. Right, right, right. Shit. Right. All right, um, let's see what Mullen says. Call me crazy, but I think Jalen Hurts and the Eagles will get out to an early lead, perhaps even carrying that lead into halftime before crashing back down to earth in the second half. Think of it like one of those first-round March Madness games where the upstart team hangs with Duke or Kansas for the first half. And it looks like an upset is brewing only for the final score to obscure that it was ever anything other than a one-sided. Then one-sided. The Eagles season comes to an end on Sunday, unfortunately, but there's plenty for Philly fans to feel happy about this year. He's got the Buccaneers winning 34-23. Kyle Newbeck's 11-6. Guy covers basketball and he's 11 and six. <laughs> he's got the Bucks winning 33 24. Joe Santa Laquito checks in. He's 12 and five. Damn. Jesus. Um, Eagles haven't beaten a team over 500 this season. What's that tell you? They're not that good. Oh, he's he is just raining on your parade, Barrett. This is your boy. Yes. Reality returns. The mirage is over. It ends here. The greatest of all time next to Muhammad Ali. Talking about Brady. 31-17 Buccaneers. Aton Shander. His record is not 9-8. and eight. <laughs> He's the worst one here. Um, the season will come down to just how well they play against Tampa, something I do think will happen. What? What? It <laughs> doesn't even make sense. Unless the Eagles backdoor their way to a closer score, 42 to 30 bucks. John McMullen. McMullen's got the best record of anybody. He's 14 and three. Damn. 
on Philly Voice. He says Buccaneers 33, Eagles 22. Generally, it's, it's, it's cliched and obtuse to boil down an NFL game to the quarterbacks, but the best ever will be starting playoff game number 46 on Sunday. Eagles first year starter Hurt, Hurts will embark on number one. Learning how to win in the postseason is a process, and it's always good to kickstart it, but picking anything other than Brady to win number 35 in the playoffs is wishful thinking. Buccaneers 33, Eagles 22. Boy, McMullen is hot, man. 14 and 3. What's your I, record? I don't know. Don't care. You don't care? No, I don't know what my record is. Don't care what my record is, but I'll say this. The X's knows this whole situation is Brady. Yes, he is the greatest of all time. He, I mean, he he is he he should have a monument at him you know, out there in Montana. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's that good. But at this point, he's lost a lot of his horses, man. You can only win if you got horses in the race. Right. And they almost lost to the Jets. They played too close with the Jets. Yeah, but, I mean, that was the last game of the season, wasn't it? I'm just saying, man. Or not the last game. No, what the last. They played Carolina in the last game. Yeah. Played two bad teams and barely beat them. So I'm going, I'm going with Hurts. Go on my heart, you know, and you know, I always go with my heart, man. I know, I know, but but this is different, man. Different in the aspect that you know, I, I really think that Jalen Hurts brings more to the they bring he brings more to the table than what the Bucks defense can handle. Seriously, with his arm, with his arm and his running ability, his arm is becoming you know a definite threat to teams now. Mm-hmm. He's not just a one trick pony. He's not just going to run when he gets in trouble. He's now running. And still looking down the field to complete passes, and that's the difference in this game that he's developed over the past three weeks of this this season. You know, he's seeing the, he's seeing the field a lot better than he did before, which is why you know he's his his numbers are getting better. That's why his his quarterback rating is getting better. Everything is getting better because he's seeing things better than he did before. He understands well, and, now, and also they've taken a lot of the onus off of him. Like he doesn't have to go out there and throw it thirty five exactly. Times. Exactly. And um, that's the biggest thing. I'm not worried about Sanders not playing. If he does play, I'll be happy for him to play. I'm not worried about it. They run a running back by committee and it's been working for him. Right. Now, he, you know, he had a little bit of a fumbling issue early on in his career. Miles yes, Sanders. He did. Yes, he did. He did have a fumbling issue. And that's the only thing that really worries me. Right. You know because, I mean? you know, he's got the he's still got the bad hand. I mean, I know they, you know, they did surgery, but, it, you know, it's not 100 percent. So but that is we a forget- concern. But did we forget what Boston Scott did and what Howard has done this season? Right. I mean, you know, they have guys that could tote the rock, man. And it's not necessarily who's toting the rock. It's those guys up front. You know what I'm boy, saying? Boy, Jalen Hurts had a lousy game against Tampa back in week six. Oh, yes. Oh, he yes. Only, he only completed 12 passes in that game. You know why? 12 because he was trying to run six. He was trying to run that damn RPO. And and Todd Bowles knew how to stop it, but this he's not running those plays a lot anymore. Right, you know he, he they've 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 advanced in what this offense is. That RPO was killing them because they, like I said, they would pinch the end, scrape the linebacker around, bring down the safety, so it took all three facets of that out. It was just you know Jalen Hurts out there trying to improvise mm-hmm. as opposed to running quarterback. 
He was just being an athlete as opposed to being a quarterback. Now he's a quarterback and an athlete. They have to defend the field. He's a he's a legitimate passer now. So that's secondary. I mean, Sherman is, is, is out. How many guys they have? Yeah, Sherman. He, they, he gave him nothing this year. He was shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I kind of knew that was gonna. He wasn't gonna do anything. Let's well, see what I want to see what he ran for in this game. Oh, Jalen Hurts had ten rushes for forty-four yards. Yes, against Tampa. That's definitely not happening. You don't think he's going to run it 10 times? No, they only get 44 yards. Oh, if, he runs, oh. if he runs the ball 10 times, I can almost guarantee he'll have over 100 yards. You can almost guarantee that. Put it in the books. If he runs 10 times, he'll have over 100 yards. Come on, man. He, I mean, he, every time he, he runs for a first down, it's usually like 20 yards or 15 yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me see if he's – how many times has he done that this season? He has not run it for 100 yards yet this season, Barrett. He had 10 carries against San Francisco for 82 for like yards. 82. Yep, 70, yep. He had 10 carries for 44 against Tampa, 13 carries for 61 yards against Las Vegas, 10 carries 62 against the Chargers, 13 carries for 55 against Denver, 18, Great 18 rushes against New Orleans. For 69 yards. Jesus. All of them were impact plays, though. All of them that they did run were impact plays in those games. He had three touchdowns against New Orleans on the ground. So a lot of QB sneaks, I guess, in the inside the five. Looking at their defense. Hmm. Tampa? Yeah, look at Tampa's defense. Yeah. Murphy Bunning? All right, okay. He's good. Winfield is back. Junior's back. Mm-hmm. Davis is back. They got a good squad. They got an okay squad. Their secondary is is below average. Definitely below average. Yeah, but I mean, with their with their front seven, uh, is is above average. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now the thing, yeah. the thing that doesn't it concern you in the least that this line has stayed at eight and a half the entire week. I don't know about lines, man. But if I did, it would worry me. Yes. Yeah. That means I mean, there's no, you know, no I'm, factors as far as you know who's hurt and who's not hurt. Yeah. I mean, that, that's. I mean, eight and a half is pretty significant. I think the Eagles would cover the game. I think They'll they lose. Cover. I think they lose by like six or seven points. I don't think they're going to lose, but if they do lose, they're going to cover anyways. Right. You know what I mean? They're they're definitely going to cover. I think this game's like a thirty-one twenty-four type game. Thirty-one. Thirty. You have little faith. You gotta have faith, man. Faith. I don't need faith. <laughs> I'm talking about reality. I'm talking about betting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet the Eagles and they'll cover, but they don't have to win. And I don't think they're going to win. I just didn't I think different, man. I think differently. Now, what's Seth? Uh, what do you think he's going to pick? Oh, Seth is going to pick Brady. Yeah. He's going to go Tampa Bay. Yeah. What about he's probably, uh, He'll go Tampa Bay big, too. You think? Yeah. So he'll, he, he thinks he would think that the Eagles won't even cover the spread. Right. They'll lose by 10. Yeah. According to him, what about um, Ray? 
Ray will be a little tighter. Ray will say, Ray will probably say they'll cover, but Brady's just too much. Mm-hmm. They'll win by a touchdown. Watch what I tell you. Tampa will win by a touchdown. Yep. Samuel Rose says, I'm a Cowboys fan. You are an idiot. <laughs> you couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. In fact, I'm picking the 49ers, and it has nothing to do with my cowboy hate. I actually think the Niners are the play, plus the three. That's the sharp side, anyway. That defense, man. Yeah. I told you, Dallas, I already have it in. San Francisco and uh, Kansas City and Arizona. I'm already invested. You've already bet? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now, what do you think about the Vegas uh, Bengals game? Las Vegas against Cincinnati. That's the first one. Mm. They, every one of these games, uh, except I think Dallas and San Francisco, is a rematch from the regular season. Right, right. That's kind of interesting. You know what? Um, I'm, I'm, Cincinnati blasted the the Raiders during the. And I'm thinking season. they're going to do it again. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think, I think do this it team's again. pretty good. Yeah, they're they're really good. Actually. They they beat Las Vegas in Las Vegas back in November, thirty two to thirteen. It was the it was the, it was the game after wasn't it the game after Gruden got fired. No, this this was way. No, I mean, the game after the first game after Gruden got fired. Like after they played Denver, what didn't they play them the next week, Cincinnati, and they came back to reality? No, they played they played Denver and then they played the Eagles. Uh, the 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 Bengals game was even after the Eagles. This was in November twenty first. This was long after Gruden was gone. They were a two point favorite. Cincinnati was, and blew them out. They're a five-and-a-half-point favorite in this game, Cincinnati. I think that they're going to get blown out again. They barely got in against um, the Chargers. Yeah. And sometimes that, you know, that does, you know gives a team life, man. They're playing with house money, too, mm-hmm. like the Eagles, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, were it not for, uh, for that coach Staley calling that timeout, that game might have ended in a tie. They just still made it to this playoffs. Yeah, I know, I know. But then the Eagle, uh, the, the Steelers, <laughs> they'd have been out, right? Yep. It would have been the Chargers and the Raiders both going. Yep. Right. What do you think about New England and Buffalo? I'm looking forward to that one too. That's going to be freezing cold Saturday night in Buffalo. I think Buffalo blows them out. That wind's going to be howling up there. That is a nasty place to play a really night game in the, in the winter. Oh, yep. it's the worst. <laughs> those, those, I'll tell you, those fans are hardy people, man. You know? They live for that. They do. They live for that. I mean, why live in, in Buffalo anyways, bro? I don't know, man. That is just tough. <laughs> why live there? Like, why live in Erie, Pennsylvania? Exactly. You know what I mean? Why? Yeah. I agree. Imagine playing up there. No. I hated like, playing up there. Like, that's worse than Green Bay, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no. No? Because there's nothing in Green Bay. There's nothing in Green Bay. There's nothing in Ableton, Wisconsin. There's nothing there. No? 
Nothing. There so isn't even like, there's more nightlife in Buffalo. It's yeah, there will be a okay. lot more. I mean, at least you can go get you real Buffalo wings. Right. At the <laughs> what's that called? The the old anchor or something? Yep, yeah. That where bar? It all started. The anchor yep, bar. And then you can go across uh the border to like Toronto's not far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could kick I heard it. Toronto's a spot though. Yeah, you could kick it in Toronto, man. Yeah, I heard it's the spot. But yeah. there's nothing in Green Bay. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. No. Even in Minnesota, you could find something to do in Minnesota. I mean, hell, Prince lived in Minnesota. Yeah. Why the hell did he live there? <laughs> All the places he could have lived. Prince like struck me as a guy that should should have been living in Miami. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right, right. I mean <laughs> I can't see I can't see the Bengals losing. I can't see the Bills losing. Even with, you know, Belichick and mm-hmm. you know what he's what he's done with that that offense and that defense, I can't see them beating. The Bills, the Bills just have, I think, have more talent on the offensive yeah, side. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree. I would agree with that. Now, let's see. Those teams, they split during the season. Yep. New England. The Bills uh, won just recently, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. New England, it looks like, beat them in Buffalo, fourteen to ten. And then Buffalo won in New England, 33-21. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just recently. Right. It was uh, Christmas, mm-hmm. December 26th. I think it's gonna be, that's going to be a pretty good one. Now, was, was the one in Buffalo, was that the one where they only threw the ball like three times? The one that was, yes, that was New England when they beat them in Buffalo. Yeah, that was the 14. That was a bad, bad weather. 14 to 10 game. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Threw the ball three times. Three times and won the game. Wow. Wow. And that's what uh, Buffalo was at at their low point, and everybody was thinking they they were done. They're finished. They wouldn't even make the playoffs. Well, yeah, they lost that game, and then they lost the next week at Tampa. Yep. 33-27. Yep. But then they went on to win uh, four straight to finish the year including a game over New England. But, man, these other games, they beat Carolina, the Falcons, and the Jets. Yep. That's a pretty cushy way to end the year. Sometimes you got to have that, man. I know. There's a lot of bad teams. (laughs) There really are. What's the next game? The next game would be – Oh, we'll hit the uh, next game. We'll hit the next game uh, after the break. Yeah, then the next game, I think, uh, is the Eagles game. We already kind of went over that. Right. You're being a homer and you're taking the Eagles outright. Of course. Outright. Outright. It's going to be the dawn of Jalen Hurts. (laughs) The passing of the torch from Brady to Hurts. Yeah, Yeah. I know. I know. They're getting a little carried away. Right. He's not going to be in torches being passed. Yeah. Now, have you started watching the man in the arena yet? No, remember I told you I gotta uh I start watching it this weekend. <laughs> I'm a Tampa fan. Sometimes <laughs> if I bet I, them I'm a I'm a fan. I gotta check it out, man. Yeah. All right. We'll be back after this. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. 
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back to the show. Second hour of the middle here on a football Friday. And I'm looking here, Rob Motti on Twitter, of course, with the Associated Press, indicates that they've announced their AP 2021 NFL All-Pro team. Five players were unanimous choices, Barrett, receiving all 50 votes. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup. No question. Packers wide out Devontae Adams. No question. Colts running, running back, back. Yep. Jonathan Taylor. Yep. Steelers edge rusher TJ Watt. Yep. And Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald. All unanimous choices. As they should be. He goes on to say that the Associated Press All-Pro team quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. He received 34 votes to 16 votes for Tom Brady. 14 yep. players are first-time All-Pros, including Cowboys rookie linebacker Micah Parsons. Yep. 49ers wideout Debo Samuel. Yep. And left tackle Trent Williams. And mm. Buccaneers right tackle Tristan Wirfs, All-Pro. Mm -hmm. Eagles center Jason Kelsey 
is now a four-time Associated Press All-Pro. As he should. One more than his brother, Travis. Mm. It's kind of interesting. Four-time All-Pro. Lock it in. Hall of Fame. I don't think there's any doubt that he's a Hall of Famer. No question. I mean, we're talking about first ballot also. Yeah. As a center, he will be a first ballot guy. He has to be. I think so, too. Now, I got to ask Xander, can we play? There's a bird's hype video the Eagles have put out. And it's got Sly Stallone in it. Can we play that? Why wouldn't we be able to? Well, I don't know, because YouTube's got these crazy rules. They do. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Okay, Xander says he'll play it. All right, good. Okay. He um he says yeah. it might be a minor flag by YouTube, but he's gonna play it anyway. See, they got all these crazy rules. I don't even understand. That's you just why gotta ask, you know. What I mean? just go to him. Right. <laughs> but just... I figured the people might want to see it. It's got some of the history of, of them against Tampa Bay. Oh, they got Dick Vermeil in this. <laughs> Gamble wow. says I got a I got a um I got a shower curtain behind me. <laughs> well, that's, that's the same the city, that's the baby. same that's the same thing you've had up there all the time. That's yeah, not that's nothing new. It's the city. Yeah. The now, city of Philly. We're also gonna have to discuss your uh ringing the bell tonight. You broke that news on the show yesterday. Um, I need an update if uh, the boss lady has purchased any new shoes or a dress for the occasion tonight. No, in all actuality, she already has stuff from Christmas and before that she hadn't worn anywhere because of COVID. Oh, okay. So it was all good. Yeah, because she could not wear something for the second time. No, at no. this, this has got to be a debut event. Oh, come on now, come right. on now. Right. I mean, it's 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 the Sixers game. Come on now. You got to come with Sunday's best. <laughs> Sunday's best, baby. <laughs> right. Now, what are you wearing? I, you know me. I don't care. I'm just going to wear a button-up, some jeans, and a, and a uh, jacket. Because I, I, you don't have to do two shows before that. Right. You know, I have two shows we have to do before that. I got I to gotta tape a show, and I got to do a live show all tomorrow before I even do that. So I got to be at work t- today at 3 o'clock. Today? Yes. Yep, I got to be down at the Wells Fargo Center, three o'clock, getting ready. I have a live, uh, a live. Um, it's kind of a hype show that will be. It'll be online for NBC Sports. Okay. Then I have a live show at six o'clock, from six to six thirty. Okay. At um, at the um, Wells Fargo, and then I leave straight from after the show at six thirty. I walk down, then I ring the bell, ding. Ding, going in. So, and then where do you sit? Like, where where do they have you watch the game? Well, I'm going up to um, I'm going back up to uh to our box. NBC has a box. Okay. See, that's oh, where so, the free food is. Right, right. So you that's and the boss free- lady will be in a suite. Yeah. And, okay. And you know, I, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm I want the free food, bro. They got free food and free beer. Now, what kind of food are they gonna be uh, serving? Is like pizzas, well, chicken and pizza. Little chicken pizza, okay. Yeah, chicken, you know, so it'll be the fries there. It'll be okay. um, the wings there. They'll definitely be on deck. Okay. Now Gambo on the stream checks in. He says, "I'm in South Florida. Lives down there with a bunch of my boys from Philly and Delaware. They're all going to the game. 
The Eagles will have a gang of drunk maniacs representing on Sunday in Tampa. That's the 12th man. That's all we, we needed right there, the 12th there we go. man. That, That's now all it. we needed. I might change my pick now. <laughs> I might have to reverse the pick now that Gambo and his drunk friends are going to be there. Because you got to look at this, man. Yeah. You got to look at it. When you're looking at how they're approaching the game, mm-hmm. to them it's just Philly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is Philly. This is the same people we already whooped their ass before. Yeah, I don't think they. Th- I don't think they view it like that. I don't <laughs> I'm trying. I'm no. trying. <laughs> if you, see, if you've watched this man in the arena, you know that Tom Brady doesn't think that way. Okay. <laughs> now let's put the video. Try. Let's put the video up there. I see. There's Sly Stallone. Let's play it. I don't know. There's still some stuff in the basement. <laughs> The Eagles may have the worst quarterback coaching combo in the league. We don't know, but I don't trust Nick Sirianni. It's a rebuilding mess. Cowherd. Nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than the unsuccessful men with talent. You got to fight the the easiest thing to do, and that's quit. Like I say, hell, no shame in getting blocked or knocked down. Just don't stay there very long. Throw a fit. Are you going to let him steal your mom's TV? You know, the results aren't there right now. But what's going on here is is that there's growth under the soil. I, I, All of you have talent. All of you have value to this organization. And I've seen this growth. Are you, are you watering and are you fertilizing every day? So when it's time to pop, it'll pop. The slogan, press on, has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race. Let the hunt begin again. I get a sack, hunt begins again. I get a touchdown, hunt begins again. Caught, and it is a touchdown to Monte Smith. He took it. He took it away from the Bucs. Physical man, physicality. We took it to the... That's what we're going to do. Oh, Brenton. Road Warriors. Now, to the link. Get this win versus Saints. Get this thing going, man. A family on three. One, two, three. Let's go. Everyone here is here for a reason. It's not about who's the toughest. It's about who's the toughest the longest. Have you watered or fertilized today? Domination. Dude, the Agalore dude made the video. Did you see it? Right at the Bro. end there. I'm ready to go eat my young. Hot sauce. And 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 and, and gunpowder. I'm ready to just go out there and fight everybody right now. They had the Aguilar dude in there. Yeah, and yeah. Mayor from Havertown was in Aguilar. there. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's Philly right there. Let's rock, man. Let the, mm, I could have done now. without Stallone though and Cowherd. Bro, I, I needed that all of that. I needed yeah. all of that. I need all that angst. I need all that un that 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 unbelieving, all that doubt. I need I, that. I gotta be I honest. I was I was not that impressed with I that was. video. I was. I almost shed a tear. Yeah, I'm ready to fight, bro. Uh, they've That's done what, better. It's the little things, man. The little things. The little things that you know they put all the the objectivity in there. 
There wasn't enough Hurts in there for me. What Bro, about Sanders? There wasn't that. It was objectivity. objectivity. It was them. It, 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 everybody objects what they're what they're doing. Nobody believes in them except for them. That's what that was all about. Talking about Aguilar. Did they put you the Aguilar dude in there? Why is he yes. in there? Because he objected to what 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 you know. What, he was making fun of Aguilar. Exactly. So was Coward making fun of him. You didn't get that? Yeah. Love it. I don't know. Can't man. wait. I might wear my Eagles helmet and ring the bell today. Then that's, that's what you ought to do. That's what you ought to do. That's how hype I am right now. Yeah. You ought to go out there in your Steelers uniforms, what you ought to do. You want to get people really outraged. <laughs> Your hot take on McNabb and Hurts, and then you wear, you wear something with the Steelers to bring the bell. Oh, you would be just run out of here on a rail. Bro, I couldn't come back. No, you could. You'd be done. <laughs> yeah. I'd be on NBC Sports um, Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Do they, do they have one of those? No, they don't. So I better keep this job here. All right. Just got another tweet in here about your uh, about your McNabb take. Put the drugs down, says Joey Yuva. Put the drugs down. <laughs> I see. Oh, they should have put that in the video. They should have. <laughs> yeah, I like the Kelsey's. I could have heard more of that Kelsey speech. That guy gets you fired up. Come on, man. Come on, man. Look, look, Marcus J. Who's the Aguilar dude? You don't remember that? Yeah. Oh man. He said now, he was out there catching babies of fire and they were throwing babies out to him and he was catching them and making sure the babies were safe. Right. <laughs> but Aguilar would have dropped them, right? Said, but, was, you know, I caught the babies, unlike Aguilar. Unlike Aguilar. <laughs> I can't believe they put that in a video. The unbelief, My man. My goodness. I didn't see Kelsey at the parade either. They should have had him in the Mummers outfit. You know, I don't think I did. They, I think they did that on purpose. What exclude Keep that? all that? Yeah, exclude all the Super Bowl stuff. Just the mask. That's all they needed. That was in the um mm-hmm. in the first playoff game. Just the mask. There was nothing about the Super Bowl in that. You didn't even see the Super Bowl trophy at all. That's an afterthought. Now we're on yeah. to bigger and better things. Now onward, let's go. Let's fight. Keep fighting. Onward, let's go. I'm hyped, wow. man. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch that video again before I go fishing. Oh, there's yeah. my captain too. Yeah. See now, my my nephew just sent me a a, a picture of him squatting, three hundred and fifteen pounds. How old is he? He's uh he's in tenth grade, I think. And he's just he's coming back from ACL surgery. What? Yeah, he tore his ACL last season, early in the year. Actually, in a game against my old high school, I was there when he went down. So he's he's building building himself back. He That's plays, good, man. He plays for Twin Valley. What so, position? Lineman, offensive and defensive line. He's right in the middle of it, man. <laughs> he's a root. He's a root hog. Got to mix it up, man. Yeah, he's a root hog. All right, let's get back to the games. Uh, the Eagles game was the next one. We already covered that. Uh, Dallas and San Francisco. Dallas is a home favorite of three points. Mm. This is not a rematch from the regular season. 
And I'll have everybody locked and loaded on board, too. I still can't go with Dallas. Well, now is that because you you just hate them or because you don't think that they're they're going to win? Dallas is on a two-game win streak here. Mm -hmm. Beat the Texans and the Rams. Wait, no, that's San Francisco. Yeah, that's San Francisco's on a two-game win streak, beating Texas and the Texans and the Rams. Um, I just, I just like the way that, that offense worked with Debo Samuel's. So do I. So do I. All the motions they have, you know, it, it'll get you messed up a little bit. I think the quarterback's good enough. Yep, where, good enough. Know, he's good exactly. enough. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Trent Williams is back now. Right. Will Dallas be able to run the football? No. They're too good in the middle of that defense. Mm-hmm. Way too good in the middle of that defense. And yeah. they're gonna make they're gonna make Dak back throw the ball. And that Bosa kid can wreck he can wreck shit. Oh man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Man. Oh, he, yeah. he brings it, bro. He does, he really does. You know. Oh man. Yeah. I, um, I, I'm telling you, I like the Niners in this game. I do too. I do too. Let's see what Dallas has done here in this regular season. Oh, that's right. They lost to Arizona mm-hmm. at home. And then they beat the third a- string, second string Eagles. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that, you know, that like Dak and they're like celebrating a record for touchdown passes against the against backups. Well, see, no, nobody in those record books will see that right. they played the backups. I know. Five years from now, nobody's going to remember that. Nope, nope, at all. Yeah. Wow. I'm just seeing what Dallas has done down the stretch. When they lost to Kansas City and the Raiders back-to-back, they were looking pretty vulnerable. Then they took on New Orleans. Then they had three straight road games, and they won them all. At New Orleans, at Washington, at the Giants. All sorry teams. Yep. And then they beat Washington again and then lost to Arizona and then beat the Eagles. I'm trying to figure what what's their most impressive win? They beat New England on the road. Mm-mm. That's a, that's a pretty good win. Was it be the Chargers? Um Yeah, they beat the Chargers in week 2 on I the think road. That would have been that was very impressive. Because, that's a, uh, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat Minnesota on the road too. Yeah, they Pretty did win without Dak. Right? Was that without was Dak. that without Dak? Yeah, that was what. Uh, that's Cooper when, uh, Rush. Cooper Rush beat him. Wow. Yep, Cooper Rush. That's a pretty good win. So they got a couple good wins. Yep. I but they're 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 the wins. Them. Their wins aren't that impressive because they lost to Denver. They got their ass kicked by Denver. Yeah, and and I was at home. Yeah, yeah. So you may know, look at record for record. They aren't too much better than, you know, than than the Eagles. It's crazy too because they got beat beat up by Denver at home, and then they blew out Atlanta forty three to three the next week. That's Atlanta though. Yeah, I know, but I mean, that's they beat them up worse than the Eagles did. Forty three to three. You don't see that much in the NFL. Right. <laughs> and, and you know, they, they held that Kansas City team to 19 points. How the hell did they do that? Because the Kansas City wasn't Kansas City. Remember, uh, at that point, that offense wasn't running. It wasn't clicking. 
Um, everybody figured out how to play him because of you know they wanted to be a high powered offense with all these deep throws. So everybody started lining their safeties up twenty yards deep, and it took a lo- it took a long time for uh for um the QB to really learn to be patient. You know what I mean? He wasn't patient. He was yeah, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, he was trying to throw the ball down the field as opposed to just taking what they were giving him. Right. They were giving him a little dump-off passes to Tyreek Hill and to Kelsey, and but he wanted to still force the ball down the field on deep passes. Mm-hmm. So it's not until he made that transition into being a more patient quarterback and taking what's given to him instead of trying to make the big play, play hero ball, that they learned how to run that offense. That's why that happened. That's why the Eagles should have beat him also. If you remember, I mean, that was a really even game up until the, the third quarter, halfway through the third quarter. And then the floodgates opened up with Tyreek Hill just took over. Eagles right. had two two touchdowns called back on him. One right. where, um, you know, Smith ran out of bounds. The other one when um, – when, uh, Was it Jay Quez Jaw, Watkins or Jay Jaw? Jay Jaw right. um, was blocking down the field or right. a chip. I mean, he um, picked play or something like that. And then also offensive lineman. That was three touchdowns and offensive lineman down the field. Hmm. So you know it was it was a lot going on that game. We were tip for tat with them. Played well against them up until they learned you know to give Tyreek Hill the ball on a short pass and he was taking it to the house. Now, uh, angry Al Cowboy fan says their best game was in a loss to Tampa. That? Well, that's Week One. Yeah, it was Week One. That they was lost that was a thirty-one yeah. twenty-nine. That was a good yep. game. It was a great game. Yeah. Boy, they were a they were a nine point underdog in that game. Oh, Shizzle so Flex. You don't remember that game, man? They dropped 40 on us, but they had 40. They dropped 21 points in less than five minutes. What, Kansas City? Yeah. Hill had two plays, um, two bomb, well, not really bomb plays, short pass to turn into um long plays. We were right there with them tit for tat with them the entire game up until the end of the third early fourth they scored like three touchdowns in less than five minutes yeah jalen hurts threw the ball 48 times in that game it was throwing it well yeah passing game 32 for 48 387 yards two touchdowns no picks Ah, it was a great game we were tit for tat with them yeah, the um, and see, look, Mama League. I told you they had three touchdowns uh, called back on them mm-hmm. for penalties: illegal lineman downfield, illegal pick, and illegal touching, running out of bounds on the touchdown. That is amazing that they they can't execute those rubs and pick plays. <laughs> right, it's it's just amazing. <laughs> like they're one of the worst teams in the league at it. No question, and it, it is evident too. Although this last Dallas game. That was a bad pick play that uh, Dallas got away with. That was for their first score, right? That was that was early in the game. Yeah, I mean, he dropped his shoulder and everything and picked the DB. Yeah, they still called it a touchdown. It'd have been they'd have threw the flag at us. They'd hit our guy with three flags. Right. Yeah, Kansas City was up in that game twenty-one thirteen at half, and then it was twenty-eight to sixteen going into the fourth quarter. Mm Hmm. Each team scored two touchdowns in the fourth. Yeah, Tyreek Hill scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yep. It was a closer game than what people think, man. Eagles scored a late, a late touchdown with four seconds left. So, really, it was 42-23. to 23. 
mm-hmm. until the Eagles scored a meaningless touchdown at the end. But then, I mean, before the fourth, before the fourth, um, fourth quarter, they were in the game, man. They were literally in the game. They were just making stupid mistakes. That was just killing them. Yeah, Gainwell scored and made it 28-23 in the fourth, early in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was close, but then Tyreek Hill exploded. <laughs> he just took over the game. Yeah, he's a lot to handle. Yeah, I love the way Big Red uses him. Well, you know he, um, you know, he has a uh, what is it, uh, a foot injury? Hill. Yeah, that he hurt before the game in pregame warmups of last week's game. Oh yeah, yeah, he tweaked his um. It's not his, his um what is it not the plantar fascia no not that um his heel oh okay he, he hurt his heel or something warming up for the game mm. in fact he barely played that game he barely played it but he was a, he had 11 receptions on 12 targets for 186 and three uh, yeah. touchdowns against See? the eagles that day holy See? crap yeah he took over man wow yeah, he had a heel injury, so he didn't practice. He didn't practice this week either. No, no, he didn't. So, and you know, that's that means nothing to Pittsburgh. You know, because Pittsburgh already, you know, you heard Big Ben saying he, you know, they should even be there. Right. Tongue in cheek, but still, though, you know what I mean. Right. Um. You know, there was it was. One thing, speaking of teams that played one another like during the regular season and in the playoffs, that happened that year in, uh, what was it, oh, was it 07, when the Patriots were going for an undefeated season mm-hmm. and they lost to the Giants the first time in a Super Bowl. Yep. The Giants and the, and the Patriots played week 17 that year. It was a night oh, game. The, yes. Yep, I remember that, yep. And apparently the Giants didn't have didn't game plan anything for that game. What? Yeah. This is Strahan saying talking about it afterwards. Saying that, that that week they had already clinched the playoffs, the Giants. Had they needed to win, they probably would have game, you know, done more game planning for the Patriots. They just went out there and played. <laughs> and he said, wow. We hung we hung with them. And we didn't we didn't even game plan the game because we were already in. Right. So and they were playing for immortality. They the Patriots played all their starters throughout the entire game because they wanted to get undefeated to, you know, a chance at immortality, right? Yep. So then the Giants go on the, on the road in the playoffs and beat Tampa Bay, Dallas, and Green Bay in three straight weeks on the road. Yep. They meet the Patriots in the in the Super Bowl. And they said that was the big advantage is that we never we never showed them anything in the regular season. Wow. So they were basically playing us for the first time in the Super Bowl. And they had no idea what was coming defensively on a scheme. See, that's a and they beat the crap out of Brady in that game. (laughs) They did. I mean, they hit him and hit him hard and they hit him a lot. It was pretty interesting, and they needed the you know the David Tyree catch on the helmet to do it. Right, but, right, right. Um, it was pretty. It's pretty good. I'm telling you, you got to watch this, man. There was also the part of, that's the year they had Randy Moss, right? And they put mm-hmm. up all those record numbers. Randy Moss had like 
23 touchdown receptions, Brady threw 50 or whatever. The year before that, apparently Randy Moss is with the the Raiders, the Oakland Raiders. Mm -hmm. He wants out of there. One of his former teammates, Gabriel, who was a wide receiver, had had gone to New England and was in touch with Randy Moss, telling him how great it is here. Dude, you need to get over here. You love this Tom Brady cat, man. I'm telling you. So that put the, the, the bug in his ear to get out of Oakland and go to New England. He flies on his own from Oakland to Minnesota when the, the, the Patriots were playing a night game in Minnesota. I don't know if it was a Thursday night game, Sunday night, or a Monday night game, but it was a night game. Randy Moss flies there and meets Tom Brady in his hotel room. What? Yeah. Yeah. This is like tampering. Situation. That is tampering. Yeah. Yeah. So Moss set this up. He goes and meets Brady, goes in his hotel room, says, I want to play with you, man. And that's how it all started. So then Belichick, you know, Brady kind of thought nothing. He had a game to play. And they go and they whip the, the freaking Vikings that night. So trade deadline comes. And Belichick comes to Brady and says, you know, we're, we're thinking about uh, trading for Randy Moss. What do you think? And he goes, what do I think? And Brady goes, absolutely. <laughs> so that's how it happened. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible, man. So Randy Moss orchestrated this whole damn thing. See, that's what I'm saying, man. I, I, I got to watch it now. You got to watch, watch this. I'm telling you, it's great television. Strahan is awesome in it. Oh, yeah. That's dude, my he, dude, man. He, <laughs> hey, when we come back, I'm going to tell you a story about, about Strahan, bro. When we come yeah. back. Yeah. No, this isn't the one where he just called off practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Out of no, nowhere, man. We ain't practicing today. And he right. just, like, I could crazy. see that. I could see that, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you tell that, that, uh, that story when we come back. We'll get the final half hour of the middle on a football Friday after this. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, 
visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job, a personal injury from someone else's negligence, turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, welcome back. Final half hour on a football Friday. And uh, Barrett's going to recant the story about uh, Michael Strahan here. But I got I to gotta give uh, Shizzo Flex a shout out here on the stream. He says, uh, this is going to be this is going to be the game plan, Barrett. Uh, Sunday, the Bucks, you double the banged up Gronk and let Slay follow Evans all around the field. Shut the run down and force Brady to throw to people that he don't trust. Ah, da, da. There you go. Is that write it? that down. That's gonna be that's gonna be a part of it too. Yeah, my, uh, <laughs> my prediction. What that Brady's got to throw to people he doesn't trust. Yes. Yeah, and you got to rattle off some of those receivers too and their names. Right, if I can find them. Yeah. <laughs> No, man. I mean, that, that's that's exactly what's going to happen because you're, you're going to have to bracket. You're going to have to bracket Gronk. You have to. Yeah, because um, he didn't play in that game in week six. Yeah, so he, no he's Gronk a safety blanket. Yeah. He's a safety blanket. You know, he 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 trusts him, you know, and you just have to put it in the immediate vicinity of him. And, you know, he's got that long catch radius, man. I mean, he can catch it from anywhere. He's incredible. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. Really ridiculous. Yeah, he really is. His hands are so soft, too, man. Yeah. You know, he just plucks it out the air. So if they, you know, they put a little pressure on Brady up up the middle, but they have to play tighter on the receivers. Brady will take if you're nine yards off of him, mm-hmm. he will take all day and Sunday um, putting it on a receiver. You give him that. All right, He'll take your, five yards here, five yards there. Here's your names. You got to jot these down. All right, what we got? Brashad Perriman. Yep. And he's questionable, by the way, according to this. Brashad Perriman, Scotty Miller. Uh huh. And Tyler Johnson. All right. Because Grayson's not going to play. Nope. Uh, what about this other dude? Who's this Jalon Darden guy? Never heard of him. He's uh, listed as a second wide receiver. Never heard of him. He has six catches this year. Maybe you want to throw him in there, too. <laughs> He's a rookie, too. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's a fourth-round pick. Yep. So there you go. 
All right, now go give us your uh, Strahan story one <laughs> one more time. I love this one. First of all, Strahan is great, anyways. You know, oh, he is. He I is. mean, he, the reason he is so good because he practices so damn hard. He mm-hmm. practices. He goes full speed all the time, man. You know, I remember OCU and Yura. He um he was a rookie. Number seventy-two. Yeah, so yeah. I was there. OCU and Yura is there, and uh, yeah, I'm second team. I'm 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 behind Luke. I forget Luke's name. Luke went to Notre Dame. So I'm behind him. So I'm practicing against Osi, and Osi's a rookie, and I'm beating the hell out of him. I mean, I'm spanking him. I'm looking real good, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to make the team. And Strand gets pissed off. You know, Brucey, cut that out. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. We need him. We need him. I'm going, I say, hey, man, I'm trying to make the squad, man. I'm sorry, bro. I'm trying to make the squad, man. Right. <clears throat> so we're going back and forth. That's my guy. So long story long, you know, like I said, he practices so hard all the time, man. Uh-huh. So it's like our second week of camp. And we're walking. I'm walking. I'm walking right beside Strand. And we're walking down a ramp. And we're in Albany um, mm-hmm. practicing. And as I'm walking down the ramp, it's, it's, as we're getting down, it's getting hotter and hotter. I feel like every step we took, it went up like five degrees every step we took. All of a sudden, he just stops and says, you know what? No, man. Uh-uh. Hey, yo. I don't feel like practicing today. B. Brooks, you feel like practicing? Man, we already here now. Now I'm calling this up. Hey, Mike Burrow. Burrow. Mike Barrow. <laughs> linebacker, right? Yeah, linebacker yeah, yeah. From, uh, from Miami. Hey, we calling it up. We ain't practicing that. It's, oh, we calling it up? He turned around to turn to Tiki. Tiki, let's take it back to the house. Take it back to the house. So Falls is walking like 10 feet in back of us. Hey, hey, Mike, what are you doing? Coach, I, I ain't doing it today. We ain't practicing today. It was Fossil, not Coughlin. No, it was Fossil. Oh, okay. Hey, Fossil, we're done, man. Today we're off, man. We, we need to. What about the second practice? No, we're not doing the second practice. We ain't doing no meetings. We ain't doing nothing. In wow. fact, making them. He said, make it a movie night. And I'll be damned if we didn't have a movie night that night. No <laughs> kidding. up, man. Now, could you imagine him doing that with Coughlin as the head coach? I could. I bet you he would still have that juice with him. Also, you think so? Oh, I know so. Oh, okay. I know so because. You got to look at, you know, Strahan practice. I mean, he was one of those guys, when he puts it in, when he's there, he's putting it in. He's practicing hard. I mean, really, really hard. So, you know, he calls it up, man. The coach listens to him. Hey, man, all right, all right. He'll turn around and say, well, well Strahan, what about – no, we ain't doing tonight either. Nope. Call it up. And they're looking at me. They're looking at me like this. Come on, be Brooklyn, man. You about to give me cut, man. What are you talking about, man? Right, right. I'm about to go out here and practice. He said, practice. We got to practice. No, I'll be. Come on, let's go. You wanted to go out there and hit this. You should have just gone out there yourself and hit the sled. <laughs> Look at B. Brooks. Right, right. right. He grabbed me by my collar, turned me around. Come on, let's go, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done for the day. Done. Do you know that he was con- he was contemplating retirement that year? Fossil? Uh, no, uh, Strahan in oh, 07. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he was going to retire. Yep, yep. He He didn't go to camp. Nope. He's like, I don't want to. I just didn't want to go to go to training camp, and I'm, he's like on the beach in California, <laughs> living out in like Malibu or something. Right, right, right. And then he finally just comes on in and starts playing week one. They lost their first two games. They got whipped. Like they gave up eighty points in their wow. first two games. Dallas whipped them in week one, put like forty five on them. And then Green Bay beat him 35 to something. Like, we gave up 80 points in the first two weeks. He's like, what am I doing? Why did I come back? You know? And then they turned the season around, made the playoffs, and won the Super Bowl. 
That pretty is crazy. crazy. Pretty crazy. And that was Coughlin's first year? It was definitely Coughlin. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. first year or not. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Let's see, I heard Coughlin was crazy, though. Coughlin, like, he made those guys, you know, sit there with their helmets on. He's tough. He, he was couldn't tough. take a helmet off. Yeah, he was you tough. You know what I mean? You always had to have your helmet on the full practice. You couldn't take it off. You know, Big Red had a little bit of him also. Mm-hmm. Like Big Red said you couldn't you couldn't sit down. Oh, is that right? But it wasn't just, you know, the players. Like, if media was watching practice, they couldn't sit down either. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I heard he was like, you know, uh-uh. Uh, could, could you go tell them? Go tell them to get up. No sitting down to practice. So he would have to go over there. The guy, you know, would have to say, "Hey, hey um, if you're gonna stay in practice, you got to stand up. You, you can't sit down in practice." Now, who who, everybody who would he that. who would he tell to do that? Uh, Boyko. Derek oh, okay. Boyko. The the hey, PR Boyko. guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Boyko, could you tell him to uh, go stand up? Don't sit down. In practice. So Boyko had to be the bad the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Now, did you know this? I didn't know this. Um. What the Eagles did with uh, Steven Nelson? Yes, that's big time, man. Tell about you, a class act. Yeah, did you, I didn't. Act, I didn't know this. Uh, Nelson was a healthy scratch, obviously in Week 18, along with many other players, and that healthy scratch prevented him from reaching a 90 percent playtime incentive in his contract that would have paid him three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. So the day before the game, they knew they were going to scratch him. The Eagles gave him $375,000 in a signing bonus to make up for it. Wow. That's class act, bro. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? That is real cool. You know, that doesn't happen these days. But no, that lets you know that they want to sign him back. Right. That's where I, That's what I got out of it. So it tells you, me he's part of the, the plan going forward. Exactly. So if you, you know, you, you look at him, he's like, man, I'm, I'm coming back here. I'm definitely coming back here. You know, that was a healthy scratch. That would have screwed me. Right. You know, so that's what I'm saying with AB. You know, it's, it's got to be something clinical with AB because you saw what, you know, you, you saw the way um, Brady was with Gronk. Gronk needed one more catch in order to get a million dollar bonus. Mm-hmm. So Gronk goes to him and says, hey, man. I got to get one more catch, man. One more catch so I can get this this um this bonus. Long story long, he goes to Brady and tells him that. Next time they go out, he throws a little pass to him, bam, three yard pass to him. He's got his million dollar bonus. Because mm-hmm. you got Gronk on the side. I said, man, if I don't get this bonus, but I got to get me a regular job. <laughs> right. Yeah, he'll just do another AARP commercial. Right, right. Are they the worst or what, man? What what is that? It's not AARP. What is it? It's, it's it is mili- AARP. Is it? Yes, AARP. It's the military thing, though. Yeah, because you can't you can't get it unless you are in the military right. or family of military. And he's a lady's like, um, you know, who are you? Hey, my name is Gronk, and I mean, uh, my name is Jay, uh, whatever his name is, Gronkowski, and uh, and he's like, yeah. um, oh, you got me. My name is Rob. I'm a Super Bowl champion. Oh God. <laughs> It's no, way. it's USAA is what it is. Oh, USAA, okay. Yeah, it's, it's not AARP. It's USAA. It's terrible. <laughs> don't, you lo- don't you love me, man? Right. That's not a part of the script. Yeah, it drives me crazy. <laughs> That's a bad commercial. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like my commercial the other day I, I sent to you, did you? I well, I saw it now. <laughs> it's the flow one, right? Flow from progressive going out to the house. And then call me. You want to um, you want Flo to as the to sister answers the door and she's got the baby. That's an ugly baby, by the way. 
You know what I mean? And she says, she says, um, oh, you start to look more and more like your grandfather. He's like, dad is old. Yeah. <laughs> and look at the baby. The baby looked old too. Yeah, that baby looked, it was a bad, that's bad baby. Not good. You're terrible, man. And then the baby, the baby passes out. <laughs> what she's talking of the, about? Because of the boring insurance story. Yeah, she said, I want you to talk to me about insurance. No, I wanted you to talk about insurance. Right. <laughs> and so she started talking about insurance. The baby falls asleep. And, and then she, she said, shuts the door on her. And she goes, shh, and she's closing the door. <laughs> That's a great commercial, man. Say what you want to say. That's a great commercial, man. That is a great commercial, man. <laughs> I'm out on flow from Progressive. I'm sorry. Me too, man, but you got to like that one, man. The baby falls asleep, and she tells him, shh, and she's closing the door. <laughs> she called over just to make the baby go to sleep, man. That was classic to me, man. Oh, man. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Oh, man. Oh, that's too funny. All right, we got two more games to go here, Barrett. All right. Um, Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Now you seem to think that the the Steelers can keep this somewhat close. I'm getting no. the feeling. No, no, no. Okay. As I said, Big Ben, Big Ben trying to draw him in a little bit. You know, make him feel like oh, Big Ben don't think they're gonna win. They don't have a shot. Yeah, he's trying. And, you know, Juju Smith Schuster comes off um, the IR list. Oh, he's gonna be he's able to play. He's eligible to play. Okay. Well, that's um, big. That's huge. Yeah, huge. So. Do they have a shot? No. Do they have a snowball's chance of hell? No. Yeah, Kansas City notoriously comes out slow in these playoff games. Yeah, they do. Yeah, especially at home. Like they've allowed other teams to get big leads on them, and then they just come back. You just can't stop them. You can't hold them down forever. No, but Ben can't get started either. Yeah, I know. I know. I took Kansas City. I think they're going to lay a beat down on them. To be honest with, you. there's always one of these games in the in the first round of the playoffs that that's an eat, that's a blowout. You know, there's well, a team that really doesn't deserve to be in. That, that's going to be the blowout right there. Yeah, I think so. I think that's so. going to be the blowout. I mean, the Colts didn't deserve to be in though either. No. So, no. <laughs> I was watching that. I, I, I was watching that um, NFL show that they have when they um, they're going to a team. Oh, Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. So I was watching the Hard Knocks on that show. And, yeah, the uh, in-season the Hard Knocks is with the Colts. Yeah. And that was pretty bad, man, because they they were just they just knew they were going to win. They were hype, man. They just could not get it going against that Jaguar team. The Jaguar team was kicking it on me. They laughing and joking and, and whooping their ass, dog. Oh, so leading up to the game, it like Indianapolis was like pretty confident? Really confident. Really? Yeah. And they kept warning them, guys, you're going to get your – you're going to get their best game. I'm letting you know, right? All the coaches kept telling them, you're going to get their best game. They're going to go out and they're going to play hard. They're going to mm-hmm. do this. They're going to do that. And what happens? They did exactly what they told them not to do. Exactly yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't think Jacksonville had that in them. I didn't. No, I didn't. I mean, I they were they, punching them, they counter punching them. Packed it in. Uh, I mean, it, so they, they beat them pretty bad, man. Mm-hmm. At no point did they feel like that. I feel like they were going to win that game. The Colts come back yep. and win it. Yep. Nope. At no point. Did, did, did they feature Carson in this? Yes. Yeah. Carson did a lot of talking too. I was surprised. Oh, he did. Yeah. You know, like you know, hurrah, rah guy. Mm-hmm. Getting them going and all that. He did that a lot during the game, or yep. during the, the game, game also. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of reassuring guys. So 
Wow. All right, so you like KC big. Yeah, KC big. All right, the other game, Monday night, Arizona against the Rams. That's going to be a good game, man. Neither team really going in here hot. Nope. Um, Matthew Stafford has turned the ball over nine times in the final four games of the season. Bad, eight, eight interceptions and a fumble lost, I believe, is what how you tally it. Wow. That's brutal. Yeah, it is. I took Arizona. I, you know, Plus I'm gonna go the with points. the Rams. I'm gonna go with the Rams. They just don't have their they don't have their guy back yet. What's his name? The receiver? Hopkins. They don't have Hopkins back. And he really dictates to their offense. Even though they have Green mm-hmm. and all those guys, I I in and, and Ertz. Kirk. Kirk, Christian, yeah. Christian Kirk. I just think that, you know, he he makes that offense. He spreads the offense out because you have to you have to double team Hawkins. You have to. Mm-hmm. You got to bracket him some kind of way, and it just opens up for everybody else. And then it gets the run game going also. Hmm. So I like the Rams. What's the what's the uh, spread? It's four. It's four. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Rams. So you'd lay the four. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm actually thinking outright. I'm take. Well, they yeah they got to win outright. They're right. favored. Um, they're gonna win by more like they're gonna win more than a touchdown. Okay, so you'd like them to you'd lay the four. Yeah. All right, they you know Arizona beat the Rams early in the season at Los Angeles. Yep. Uh, thirty-seven to twenty, and then yep. lost the rematch at home, thirty to twenty-three. And uh, and that was a game I don't think they had. They didn't Hopkins have Hopkins. Either. Yeah. Nope. I wonder if that was one of the ones where they didn't have Kyler Murray, too. It might have been. Because uh, he was down for a couple weeks. They had Colt McCoy in there, right? Yep. I like Colt McCoy, man. As a backup. Great backup. He's a great backup. You going great? Yeah. Wow. Everywhere he's won, he's won, too. Hmm. When he was with uh, the Washington football team. Same yeah. way. Uh, let's see here. Colt McCoy. Uh, no, he did not play. Murray didn't play? No, that wasn't one of his starts. He had... He played against... Geez, he played a bunch. Of, he had four four games. At San Francisco, Carolina at home, at Seattle, and then he played against Detroit. That was it. So that was a Kyler Murray game. So you like the Rams. Yeah. Didn't they just uh, – so 9-1 um, LSXers, Detroit beat the Cardinals? Um. I think they did. I think it's a couple games ago, didn't it? Yeah, I think they did. Detroit won. What what'd they win? Two or three games? Two? And tied one. Yep. They tied the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Detroit did beat Arizona, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, they did. 30, 30, to 12. 30 to 12. They smacked them, too. Yeah, they did. Kyler Murray played. He yeah. was 23 of 41 for yeah. 275 yards. 
Wow. Yeah, Arizona didn't even score in the first half. Scored two. Uh, December 19th. Yep. A couple wow. of field goals and a touchdown in the second half. That's it. How about that? Yeah. I just think um, I think Arizona's come down to earth. Yeah, they definitely did. Their coaches come down to earth. They got off to a great start. And they fizzled. Yeah, Jared Goff had three touchdowns and no picks in that game. Wow. Yeah. 21 of 26 for 216. That would be a good Jalen Hurts uh, stat line Sunday. 216 yards passing. Efficient. No picks. You'd sign up for that. All day. Yeah. <laughs> All day. <laughs> oh, my God. What do you think the stat line has to be for Jalen Hurts going to this game for them to win against Tampa Bay? Um, throw it. Like what fewer yards? than like 25 or fewer times. Mm-hmm. Okay. For like 200 yards, 230 200, yards? Yeah, 210 yards. No, no interceptions. You know, they got to run the ball for at least 150. As a team, I think they're gonna. But it's got to be up for two hundred. You can get more than that, huh? Yeah, they got to get more than that because that means they're running the ball consistently, and that's the only way you can get a healthy run pass ratio with twenty five throwing the ball twenty five times. If they don't get under over two hundred yards, then that means they're not running the ball consistently. That means he's gonna have to throw a lot more, and that well, plays right into their hands. Probably about what forty rushes. Yep, we'll see. And also, you got to look at this. They're better against the run than they are to pass. And I just hope this coaching staff doesn't think they got to pass the ball against this defense. Just do what you do. Mm-hmm. Run the ball. Don't worry about the, all the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about what they do, what they do best. You do what you do best. You dictate the tempo. Right. Don't allow Tampa Bay to dictate your tempo to you. You know what I'm saying? Run the ball. Keep Brady off the field. That's the only way they can do it. The only way. And, you know, that's a, that's a great stat line right there uh, from John Dickerson. 25, uh, 250 yards passing, 75 yards rushing. That equals a victory in my eyes. That's a victory. So it's 75-plus yards rushing for Hertz. He's the leading rusher. Yeah, and then you have a back with 60, a back with 55, and another back with 70. <laughs> that equals victory all day long. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's been. That's how it's been. That's how it's been. You had a couple of backs with, you know, just above 50 yards rushing with each of them. Jalen Hurts sitting around about 60, 70 yards rushing, and, and they win. Totaling uh, two, what did he say, 250? Passing. 250 yards passing. Okay. Yes, 75 yards rushing. Yeah. Well, that would be probably closer to 150 to 200 yards rushing then, too. Yes. Right. Yes, you gotta have that. Gotta have that. Time of possession. They gotta go with those eight minute drives they've been having. Yeah, we gotta hold Brady to a lease. At the very, at the very most, we need him to have eight possessions. Yeah, and and this uh, this, this starting offense hasn't done squat in the first half since I New know. Orleans. I don't okay. know. They got it. They have to. Yeah. I don't know. They get out to one of these. Uh, you know, putting up three points in the first half, that game's going to be over. Real quick. Yeah. 
real quick. Yeah. Because, I mean, so. Gannon, Gannon has to call the game of his life. And I don't know if he can do it. I haven't seen him do it against a good quarterback. Right. And this just happens to be the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Yeah. And how many how many playoffs uh, games has he made? How many starts? 46? 40, 46. 46. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And he's won 35 or 34? Let me pull what it up. That? Yeah, it's, it's something like that. That's just absurd. <laughs> when you think about it. All right, let's see. Postseason. Um, total, 45 games. And he's 34 and 11 in the postseason. 34 and 11. Unbelievable, man. I mean, that's almost that's almost three extra seasons. <laughs> right. <laughs> 48 games would be three seasons. Just to put it in perspective. Think about that. He's played more, he's played in more than three seasons in, in playoff. Almost games. three seasons worth of playoff games. He's been a part of how many? Is he is he a double digit Super Bowl playing quarterback? Well, he's won seven and lost two, right? Or no, he's lost three. So he's been in ten. He's been in ten play, um Super Bowl. Eagles beat him and the Giants beat him twice. Wow. Yeah. And he has seven rings. Correct. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, he beat St. Louis. He beat Carolina. He beat the Eagles uh, for his first three. Um, then he lost to the Giants. Lost to the Giants again. Yep. So he's three and two. And then he beat Seattle. He beat Atlanta. Beat uh, Lost to the Eagles. And then... They beat the Rams again, 13-3. Remember that one? That's snoozer. Yeah. <laughs> and then they whipped Kansas City when he was with Tampa. 31 to 9. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. It really is. Yeah, that's that Super Bowl sucked. 13-3. It was the worst. I remember that was McVeigh. Everybody's thinking McVeigh's gonna come in there and light it up. <laughs> he and did Hoodie, absolutely Hoodie nothing. just shut just shut him down. <laughs> I can remember them not want they didn't want um Jimmy G to do anything. Nothing. Like, no, you're not gonna lose this game for us. We're gonna lose the game. You you're definitely not gonna throw us out of this game. We're just gonna run the ball, try to, you know, run all kind of crazy gadget plays to win. Unreal. Well, now that that was when um Jimmy G lost to the Chiefs, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had the lead in the fourth quarter. But hey, they didn't want to. They didn't want him to do anything else, though, man. No, I, I that was just, ridiculous. And 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 this is how I'm gonna end the show. Okay. Eagles consistently run the ball, control the clock, time of possession, taking advantage of every opportunity that they have the ball, scoring. Brady just doesn't have enough at the end. To win a last second play, Eagles win by three. Well, four. 
by four. My score is 31-27. 31-27 is your score. And yep. you're going to stick with that on the uh, pregame show. I'm sticking with it. Mm. I'm sticking with it. I'm about to write my um my prediction now. All right. Angry, Angry Al has the Eagles winning 30-28. to 28, A last-minute pick six by Slay. Wow. Could you imagine that? If it happens like that, <laughs> I'm taking Angry Al to, to wow. Vegas. <laughs> All right. All right. Go Birds. We'll be back on Monday uh, to talk about it. And don't forget, Barrett's ringing the bell tonight at the Sixers game. So tune in early and see what he's wearing. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 